Good morning. It's Monday, January 27th, 2020. This is episode 358. Thanks for joining me here at We Live on a Planet. I'm your host, Patrick. I almost said host. Uh, host. Man, couldn't spit it out. A little wheezy this morning, a little stuffed up in my head. And I, I quit smoking, so I don't. I can't kick this wheeze. I kind of got this wheeze and I've been kind of stuffy. I don't know if it's just the time of the season, having the house all closed up. Right now it's 36 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 26 degrees Fahrenheit. Highs today in the city of Oswego are going to be about 35 degrees. Winds right now are out of the west, southwest, 12 miles per hour. Looks like they're calling for a little bit of snow, but I, I don't think it's going to snow. It might be that snow wintry mix a little bit, but uh, man, it's it's really a strange, strange winter we're having here over here in the Northeast because we barely have any snow. And we can really get dumped on right here living in Oswego right at the... I can't talk. Right next to the lake shores, Lake Ontario. We get a thing called Lake Effect Snow, and the snowflakes are really just clumped together big and wet, and we get a lot of it. We haven't. So I, I'm very fortunate and thankful for that because that accident I was in kicked my butt, and uh, I'm just, I'm finally starting to get better or getting there. And the little bit of shoveling I did have to do this this year. I could feel it in my clavicle where I broke my clavicle and but yeah it's it's good to move around though after what happened to me just being sedentary is not good either. I get a sciatic pain that I had back in 2012 I had back surgery and uh just quite extensive. It was a long surgery I think of four, four plus hours. I got screws and rods and but I was in so much pain had to have it done. And after the accident, everything was okay. But being in the wheelchair for quite a while really put my sciatica back on check and in fire again. And that's been acting out. That stinks. It stinks to get old. Hey, it's better than the alternative, I would guess. I don't know what the alternative really would bring, but I'm knocking on 50 and I can feel it sometimes. Taking my meds last night, I said to my wife, uh, I'm like, this is a gauntlet of everything I have to take. She's like, it's not that bad. And she's right. It was worse what I did take after my accident. I was taking handfuls of all kinds of stuff. But right now, I, I take like four pills a night. It kind of stinks. I have to take one now for my cholesterol level. Then I've got my uh, my head meds, my stuff for my my brain. And I got eye medicine because I have chronic dry eyes. So I have to, jeez. But, you know, I'm fortunate for everything else I do have. Brings me to my quote by Eric Thomas. Eric said, don't quit. Don't quit, he said. You're already in pain. You're already hurt. Get a reward from it. Yeah. Don't quit. You're already in pain. You're already hurt. Get a reward from it. I like that thought of that. And... Physically, I can take that and liken it right to when I was going through my sobriety and just going through the beginnings of becoming sober and going through withdrawals and being in detox. And I wanted to quit. Man, I wanted to quit so bad, but I couldn't because I'm in detox. 
So it was like, hey, don't quit. You're already in pain, which I was in pain, and it was terrible. And I was already hurt, which was terrible. But I got a reward from all that, which is my sobriety. And uh, detox was rough. Oh, no fun. No fun. So, yeah, we started off with the Mandalorian theme. Did you watch the Mandalorian? That's a good show. I fell in love with the little baby Yoda so much. He's not really Yoda, but the same species of Yoda. Easy little character to fall in love with. If you follow the show, you know I, I said he was $5 million to make that little puppet. But that was a good show. I'm looking forward to, to come back. I guess they're going to, their talks of doing Obi-Wan Kenobi. They're going to be calling it uh, Kenobi, I think, just Kenobi. That'll be pretty neat. Stick around. Hey, we've got a lot more to do when we come back to the show, so I hope you come back and join me. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back, my friends. Thank you so much. Uh, sad news in the news. You probably heard about Kobe Bryant. That's so sad. His 13-year-old daughter, and as well as, I think, what they say, eight or nine others in that helicopter crash. One of my listeners and uh, fellow podcasters, Maria Humphreys, my friend um, out there living in Southern California, said that she could see uh, them picking up the debris and the wreckage from where she lives, from her house. And so sad. You know, you just never know here in life. You never know when is your time and how fragile life really is and how quick life is and just how fragile we are as humans. You know, we're just little jelly things with some hard bits inside of us. But we're really just pretty fragile creatures and it's pretty sad it it makes me you know i i don't think i've told you this story there's so many times i probably compartmentalize on this show this is episode 358 so there's bound to be some repeats of weight of things i've shared with you probably maybe not i don't i don't know sometimes they they mesh together with me a little bit of what i maybe have told you and just thinking about Kobe, thinking about how quick life is and how just strange life can be too, reminds me of, um, I was just telling a friend of mine this story not too long ago. And as I told him this story, I think I mixed up the concert that I was at. And I, I don't really think the concert really mattered of what it was, but um, just how we, you can meet somebody and know them, and then in just that night, they could die. And that happened to me, I remember. And I said to my friend the other day when I was telling him this story that uh, I think it was a, a Jerry Garcia band. But now that I really think about it, I really think it was Rush. I think it was I was seeing Rush because it was in Albany. I do know it was in Albany, and the arena was called the Knickerbocker Arena. It's called the Pepsi Arena. Now I think think it's called the Pepsi Arena, but at the time it was the Knickerbocker Arena. And um, I've seen quite a few concerts there and quite a few concerts in my life. And almost all of those concerts I've seen in my life, I was under the influence of something, you know, because I, 
been using ever since I can remember alcohol and, and drugs. So any of those concerts, so there's bound to be some mis memories or how we can, our memories get jumbled in our brain is strange anyways. And it's, it's weird how certain things can spark certain events too. And certain memories can come to you. And I just remember meeting this, this guy and, uh, we're at my friend's dorm out in Brockport. And it was one of my fellow roommates from where I went to college in Herkimer. And he was there and there was like a car, three carloads of us that were going to this concert. And right before we went, we're partying in my buddy's room and stuff. And it was a house, actually. And uh, I met this guy and we're just kind of, you know, hello, what's going on? And we all meet each other and ride in the same vehicle. And we get to the concert and everybody splits all up and ended up uh, at the end of the show everybody's all piling up all getting together and this one guy that was with us he nobody can find him nobody can knows where, where he is or anything like that and this was before cell phones so nobody's able to call him and find out where he is and to make a short story long i'm not trying to make this too long but uh come to find out he ended up dying or being killed is what it seems it was very mysterious because he was found like on a rooftop of a, a hotel. He'd been either tossed out a window or jumped out a window. And uh, I, we just assumed that he got lost or something. And it wasn't until a little while later that the news came out and there was an article in the paper about it. And a friend of mine called me on the phone and said, did you hear what happened? And I can't even remember the guy's name. But it's so weird how things can happen and people you can brush elbows with, they can be gone and you wonder why they were, why you met them and there was a reason. You know, I had that with rehab. A couple of the people I went to rehab with are already dead, sadly. You know, it's the addiction took them too young. And one of the guys I remember meeting, he was just so salty and so rough. But once I got to realize how he was, that was just a really big uh, ruse or a big guard he had put up and built, a wall he had built. Too afraid to really show him his real self, maybe, so he built up this wall. But I got to know him because I was up early every morning, and he ended up getting up not too long after I'd be up. And we'd have our time in the house when all the other 13 dudes or so were still crashed out him and I got our little bit of time and about a year after I came home from rehab I heard he had died so rest easy uh my friends that I've lost in life and man it's crazy it really is how quick life can happen in life or uh, uh, how quick life can be taken away and how quick uh how quick we really just are here on earth in the big scheme of time scale. It really isn't that long, so try to do your best and enjoy it. Wow, I'm rambling, aren't I? Let's try to get on track with uh, learning something, and we'll, we'll learn something today, like we normally do here at We Live on a Planet. Stick around. We'll be right back. I hope I didn't bring you down on death. I wasn't trying to. Just talking about how life is fragile. It's very fragile -y. Very fragile, so we need to 
enjoy it the best we can. That's what I'm trying to do because I've just, uh, I don't know. I got to get the reward from this pain I've been in. And I've already been hurt a lot, so I got to look for that, that reward. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back. Are you ready? You're going to learn today. I hope so. I am at the fact site like I normally go to when I want to learn something. And uh, I encourage you to head on over to the fact site and learn something. Get some get some uh, wrinkles on your brain. I was really intrigued and found it interesting some of the food facts I was doing the other day. If you follow the show, you know I pulled up. There was like a 100 facts about food that was kind of neat and I thought I would keep sharing a little bit more about the food facts because I thought they were kind of neat all right here we go one of them that I thought was neat was American cheese is not American hmm it's not even really cheese because processed cheese is thought of as an American product but is was actually invented in Switzerland yeah Switzerland it was created by Waltz Gerber and Fritz Settler in 1911 to lengthen the shelf life before it was shipped overseas. American cheese, it's really, you know, I it's not good to eat by plane like you can like a nice good piece of sharp cheddar cheese, but it's really good in a toasted cheese sandwich. Speaking of sharp cheddar, yesterday my wife and I went to uh, one of her co-workers just celebrated uh, graduating from... LPN school and so we went to his graduation party and uh there was a cheese tray and there was some sharp cheddar there and it was some of the sharpest cheddar that I'd ever ate it was so yummy it just made me think of cheese Russia took a long time to classify beer as being alcoholic really wow until 2013 beer and other alcohol under 10 percent ABV was classified as a soft drink. Wow. Until then, and even still today, it was common for people to drink beer in the streets and parks as commonly as you would see soda. Oh, here's another cheese fact. Must be cheese is a real popular food because cheese is the most stolen food in the world. You would think it'd be meat, but cheese is the most stolen food in the world. It says, in fact, it's stolen so much, it has its own percentage. About 4% of all cheese made around the globe ends up stolen. There's even a black market for cheese. 4% of all cheese is stolen. Wow. One in four hazelnuts. I don't know if you like hazelnuts. I can take them or leave them. One in four hazelnuts end up in Nutella. Nutella, same as that. I can take that or leave it. But Nutella is so popular, 25% of all hazelnuts end up in a jar. Since they're in such high demand, such universities are trying to grow them in labs in order to negate global storage. That's how popular like Nutella is. I think I've told you before I had Nutella. The first time I had it was in the early 80s. Here and in America, 
nobody had heard of before I I remember nobody knew what Nutella was uh, unless you traveled abroad and went overseas you knew what it was though because we had a foreign exchange student that stayed with us and uh, he was German and he brought some Nutella with him in his suitcase and that was like his gift and wanted to share it with us and we're like what is you know what do you do how do you eat that stuff and he said oh, you eat it on bread or toast or whatever and it was really good and fun to eat and then never saw it again because he left. And then years later, I remember seeing it and, um, yeah, now it's everywhere. People love it. A corned beef sandwich was smuggled into space. Oh, now I want a corned beef sandwich. It's got to be the really good corned beef, though. Really thinly sliced. Not a lot of fat. I don't really, I'm not into that if the corned beef is like that, but really thinly sliced on a nice piece of rye bread. Big fat deli dill pickle. Yum. Like oversized stuffed where the bread is real thin too, but um, just way too much meat where you could make like four sandwiches. One of those corned beef. Yes, please. Um, an astronaut snuck a sandwich on his spacecraft for a six hour mission. Oh my God, when he took the sandwich out in zero gravity, well, of course, it started falling apart and he had to put it away before crumbs compromised the spaceship. I wonder if he put it away in his pie hole. That's what I would have done. I just would have crammed it in my pie hole as quick as I could have so it wouldn't have floated away. Oh, certain music can make you drink faster. That doesn't surprise me. Researchers had an experiment to see how people's drinking habits changed based on their music that was playing. Loud music seemed to make people drink more and faster. That's like a, not surprising. I think that like loud music or fast music it dr- makes you drive faster and more reckless too. I mean, I I could be wrong on that study, but I know it does to me. Although I don't drive fast now at all, I am totally. Don't mess with my discount. <laughs> I don't speed. I just don't speed anymore. So, yeah. All right. I think that was fun with food stuff. There's there's so much more that we could we could learn. But um, that was kind of fun, I, I think. That was neat. Stick around. When we come back, we will um, we'll dive into a couple more stuff and things. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back, my friends. All right, I'm over to the History Channel's website. And I want to know. Do you want to know? I want to know. Do you? Oh, you do? All right. I want to know what happened on this day of history. Let's find out. Whew, I'm out of breath. My doctor said uh, last week, two weeks ago, I think I told you right before I quit smoking, they're like, oh, we think you have COPD. And I was like, no, I, I just, uh, I've been smoking too much. I'm asthmatic and I think I have bronchitis. So they gave me some prednisone and everything helped, but I don't know. I just feel like it's hard for me to exchange some air. And that's very COPD. I COPD ish of that air exchange, but it's also very asthmatic symptoms and uh symptoms of like 
allergies too. So there could be something in the house right now that's kind of making me, I'm like, ah, I feel like, I feel like, uh, I'm at an all you can eat buffet and I'm just trying to get it in me as quick as I can. And I'm all breathing heavy. Jeez. Sorry about that. Sorry if, if I'm out of breath. Let me take it. Let me slow down for a second. Okay. Let me have a sip of my coffee. There we go. I get excited though. I just took my break when I was uh, getting ready to come back with you guys and filling up on some coffee and coming back in to the studio. So maybe that's why I'm out of breath. I was trying to get back in here and get back the flow of the show so I don't forget what we already talked about and what we did and didn't. And uh, Okay, so we're at the, the History Channel's website. And on this day, January 27th, 1945, Soviet troops enter Auschwitz, Poland, freeing the survivors of the network of concentration camps and finally revealing to the world the depths of the horrors perpetrated there yeah Auschwitz how sad what happened there and just the atrocities that Hitler and his regime allowed just terrible 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 uh, 1970 that's a good year 1970 John Lennon writes and records instant karma in a single day one day it took him Instant karma's gonna get ya. I love that. I can't sing it. Sorry if I even just tried. That was so out of tune. I am tone deaf. One lamb, two salmon. Okay, here we go. Uh, that was so random. <laughs> Inside joke. In in uh, inventions in science. There we go. 1965. Shelby GT 350 debuts. In 1965, the Shelby GT350, a version of the Ford Mustang sports car developed by the American auto racer and car designer Carroll Shelby, is launched. Woohoo, 306 horsepower V8. That was a beast back then. That's crazy, though. That's nothing horsepower what cars can push out now, even in a, a four-cylinder. Usually only the horsepower like that, you're going to have a V8, but four-cylinders can push out that kind of horsepower. 1888, the National Geographic Society is founded. Um, the 1973, the Paris Peace Accord is signed. 1996, Monica Seles wins her first Grand Slam title since being attacked. Do you remember that? When one of these fans jumped over into the, out of the stands and onto the court and stabbed her in the back. I forgot about that. That's crazy. 1951, the first atomic detonation at the Nevada test site. Man, can you imagine being sitting there watching that bomb go off? But boom. Uh, 1978, I don't remember this, and I'm surprised there hasn't been a movie made out of this just because of the title. Dracula Killer. Murders four people. On this day in 1978, Richard Chase, who becomes known as the Dracula Killer, murders Evelyn Moroth and Daniel Meredith, as well as Moroth's six-year-old son and another woman in Sacramento, California. Wow. I wonder why they called him the Dracula. 
killer. Probably has to do with something with blood, I'm sure. Yeah, drinking their blood. Wow. I'm surprised that hasn't been made into some kind of made-for-TV movie or something like that. Well, I think that's it. I think that was kind of fun. We, well, <laughs> It was fun to learn something. It wasn't fun to end off on the Dracula killers. How gross that, that is. I'm hoping uh, today maybe my wife and I can go check out 1917. I want to see that movie. Speaking of history, we're just at the History Channel's website. That It's a World War One movie, and it's won a lot of awards. And um, regardless if it has won awards or not, it's something that I was interested in and my wife is interested in as well. We don't go to the movies much. We really don't. And just we don't. I don't know why we don't. But uh, we've been... We just the past couple of nights we've been really into um Yeah. Have you seen this yet, yeah? The Witcher on Netflix? Oh man. It's good. The guy that played Superman, Henry, what is it? Carvo Cavill plays Geralt of Riviera and uh The Witcher. It's a Polish book. It was a, a story originally uh off bleh. <laughs> can I spit it out uh, like a, a novel I don't know how many series of books but as a video game that's how I knew because I'm a gamer and I've played the Witcher video games there's part 3 is out right now the Wild Hunt or so and I've been playing that one and it's fun I haven't played it in quite a while it's a big game and it's really involved but it's neat his horse's name is Roach and in the Netflix they do still have his horse named Roach and the characters that I'm familiar with from the video game are in there and like I said it was a uh, book first but it's really good uh it's a little violent not too bad though not compared to C if you've ever seen that uh TV show C that's on Apple Plus with that Jason Momoa guy that that's violent that's a good show though that's one to binge and watch and it's in a world where people have been blind for over 500 years and to, they just don't think that people ever saw and to talk about seeing. Seriously, I've talked about that here on the show before. See, it's easy. I compartmentalize. I don't mean to. I think we all do that as humans. We'll talk about something, then realize we'll look at one another and we'll be like, did I, did I already say that? Have I told you that? Well, unfortunately... I can't have that with you. I can't be looking right at you and all of a sudden looking at your face right now as I'm saying something to you and going, oh, wait a minute, I've already told you that. So I apologize if sometimes I do compartmentalize and tell a story over more than one time. I don't do that on purpose. And um, yeah. All right, that was fun. I think today's show was pretty good. I was saying to my wife last night, um, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about? And I had no idea what I wanted to come out and talk to you guys about today. And so that can be a little nerve wracking sometimes of just going, what do I talk Cause talk about? I want to make sure I'm entertaining and that you guys want to continue to listen. And I hope that today's show was semi entertaining and you got something out of it. If Even if you got something from Eric Thomas's quote, which is, don't quit. You're already in pain. You're already hurt get a reward from it. So if you're hurting or anything like that, and if you feel like giving up or quitting, don't quit. Unless it's some addiction. Yeah, then quit that. Definitely. Break that habit. You can do that just by starting today. 
All right, my friends, thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it. If you want to be a part of the show, please reach out and give a give me a buzz. I would love, love, love to hear from you. All you have to do is head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. Hit that little phone icon, leave me a voice message and become a part of the show. I would love to hear from you. Thanks so much. And um, enjoy your week. Talk to you soon. Peace.